whatever, that'll work. <laughs> we both did it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we did it at the same time. You're the one that was wrong. I think that's fine. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Let's do it. Keep the music. And we're back. Oh my god. It feels like it hasn't been um like a real off season. No, it has not at all. It feels like we've we've circumnavigated circumnavigated the globe for twenty years and now we're finally doing this. After after a brief thirty year hiatus, the NFL is back. (laughs) I'm happy to see you're both still alive. We uh we all like started new lives. You know, we have children now, grandchildren even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My boy was supposed to be the starting quarterback of his high school football team, but uh, <laughs> they canceled the season because of this. Damn, game. that's a bummer. I know. I just want to. I just want to preface this with saying that Danny said to use his, his best mic, uh, your best mic, while we record this, and I hope my twenty dollars Sony's from the Walgreens. You know what? It sounds good high enough. High. If it sounds good enough on my end through the call, I'm sure the recording will be fine. If this is good enough for the vendors of my company that I pitched to, this is good enough for you, Danny. That's a phone call. (laughs) We we step it up a notch here. (laughs) At the DGMT. So when I win this year, I'll buy a podcast mic for next year. At the DGMT. Oh, already. Sw- All right, good. Started swinging. I like it. I hey, like I'm still it. bitter. I just came in second place last year. That that was a bummer. I I I would have lost to you if I made the championship. I, I would. Yes, I was so close. I was so close to coming in first this last year. Yeah, right. Sure, you were. Stefan, what's going on, man? How come you can never play uh, fantasy football properly? I don't understand it. I've uh, I've, just de- I've just determined this year. I'm just just call me the bottom feeder, like WAP over here, the bottom feeder. Um, I I'm just not good at fantasy, but I love it so much. Is that what WAP what? stands for, bottom feeder? No, there's a line in WAP where she talks about being a bottom feeder. If you oh, eat ass, yes. call a bottom line. feeter. That, that makes sense because <laughs> you're eating shit. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I'm I'm just down here. I'm that fish that everybody everybody has in their tank. It's just over there just eating the shit from the other fish, but still always hangs around. Well, we're happy to have you in the league just for that reason alone. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, you know, you get lobsters and shrimp and prawns and all that, crabs and all the good stuff out of that, so <laughs> no judging here. So, obviously, it's it's weird, but I think now I'm going to make an effort to, like, interact with everyone a little bit more and get the, the Slack going and, obviously, the podcast and the blogs going a little bit more, but... Um, Okay, first of all, how much of football have you either of you kept up with? Are you watching Hard Knocks at all? What's what's your status? I am watching Hard Knocks um, and just already showing. Have you seen all the massive amount of false positives they've had yeah. already? It's yep. insane. What tests are they using? It's so, a place in New Jersey, right? Yeah, there's a place in New Jersey. So I'm glad that you brought that up because, like, it's uh, throughout the entire season. This we're, it's just the reality that we live in the COVID and. It's it's how we are now. MLB and NBA surprisingly, now they figured out a thing. So I'm a little bit more hopeful for the NFL season than I was, say, like two, three weeks ago. Um, the NBA is for sure going to finish out. The NHL is also for sure going to finish out. MLB and NFL still up in the air, but like you run into false positive situations, and outside of like the whole politicizing of the numbers and all of that stuff, it's weird like what what are teams gonna do if it's like sunday morning yeah. and like your quarterback tests 
positive, or yeah. they receive a false positive. Yeah, Lamar Jackson has a, a false positive. We exactly. don't know it's a false positive yet. So I've actually read what they're going to do is – so in previous seasons, they basically, for lack of a better term, quarantined anyway the Saturday before game time. So instead, they're going to quarantine in hotels after getting tested Friday morning. So the whole mm. team gets uh, tested. So. All of the negative results will go to the hotel. Positive results, they have to go home. That's what I've read. That's their plan, at least. But what I fear, what worries the hell out of me, is if you get Miami Marlins, St. Louis Cardinals situations, yes. where you have entire teams that can't play that week. How the you? This isn't like baseball. There aren't 60 games no. in this shortened season. You can't make it up again at the end of the season. Like, ha- How's that going to work? Have they have they released like a plan or anything like that? Like, have they figured out makeup games? I, but that's the thing. Up? My thing is that we might just have like a really long NFL season. Like, we like technically it's still 16, 16 games, but like some of the games are still like some of the regular season games are still being played in like mid January. Good God! Imagine like a negative twenty degree game mm-hmm. in Green Green Bay or Detroit. Yeah. Right? So. We have who do, Kelly came back into the league this year. Kelly's already on Woo! her midseason bullshit. <laughs> she's already she's already complaining. She's already saying Welcome she's back, already Kale. like somebody else pay my fees for me. <laughs> come on, Kel. We love you, girl, but come on. Oh boy, hey, you know what? The uh, Kelly, the 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 shit talking. It's all love. We only do it because we care. That's right. Um, <laughs> And but more, it's definitely going to happen. And the a more lot. susceptible you are to the shit talking, the more you'll get shit talked. It's like yeah. it's, it's playground rules. It's playground rules. Everybody has that friend, the friend that everybody picks on because they get mad when you pick on them. Exactly. So you pick on that person more because it's funnier when they. If you were just like, you know what, I take the shit talk. Yeah. Whatever. You're not fun to pick on anymore. So. Yeah. Or or toss them back. Toss them back. Make it a little bit more fun. Throw a little left hook, a little right hook, a little undercut. You know, nothing crazy. That's what I'm saying. Every now and then, it'd be fun. Do uh, do a play on like I don't know. So, say something about you making more money than all of us. So like that would <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be a jab. Come yeah. on. So have um have either of you started your uh, your draft like research, looking at you know barely. I mean, obviously, it's not really. It's it's going to be weird because somebody's yeah. Christian McCaffrey might get COVID week. You know eight or something like you never know but have you started your research well it's been a really weird off season it's nothing like yes. it's been in yes. the past i just realized last week that deandre hopkins is now in arizona like i totally forgot about that yeah had wow. no idea that happened so it's it's definitely a different prep but you know i was talking to Stefan a little bit today if it's almost to your benefit because chaos will reign in this draft people will make mistakes people will draft someone that's wearing a brace. People will draft someone yeah, that's yeah. on COVID IR. So, I mean, I don't know. Just dig in now until the weekend after this and get as much info as you can in your head. And who knows? Maybe you'll come out champ early right after the draft. Just super stacked. Who knows? Yeah, I think this is <clears throat> this year probably lends the most to like procrastinators and like because of the way that testing is going down and like the false positives and then like. The, the thing about that, too, is, like, that doesn't automatically mean that there are going to be no positive uh, tests either. So yeah. this year, more so than any year ever prior to this, it's super important to, like, 
obviously draft like leading right up into the regular season. A lot of people do that. Unfortunately, Memorial Day weekend, I mean Labor Day weekend. So if you have plans or whatever, just do it on your phone. But um, you don't have to be in person. Um, and with all like the weird shit going on, it's just going to make more sense to like have the most up-to-date information as possible because the next day or the next week, it's going to be out of date anyways, and you would have changed your draft strategy. So um, I think it's going to be really fun to see who comes out of this uh, benefiting. I think I think it makes it well for someone like Stefan, who normally sucks, to all of a sudden just roll the dice and it works. And it see, the thing out. is, even if I win, I'm going to have a fucking asterisk on that, uh, on that uh, trophy. Is yeah. this year... I thought I read something back in the summer. This is like pre-draft that they were going to expand yep. the playoff field for football. Is that going to happen? Is that live? I was about to ask that too. I don't think it's this year. I think it's next year. Or Let's is it this it year? Real quick. Let's look it up real quick. Yeah, um, I'm going to the board. NFL playoffs. This is good radio right here, folks. Great <laughs> Listening radio. to someone. Now, I know next something. season the schedule's increasing to 17, right? Yeah. Oh, did you hear the clickety-clack? The click-click-click-clack? They did. They the NFL officially expands playoff format in time for 2020 playoffs. Okay, well there we go. So 14 teams, six wild card games. I do remember yep. this now. Remember again, it's been 20 That's years right. since we played, but I remember yeah. this about 16 years ago ish, back in March, when they had announced that they were going to expand the uh, wild card rounds. That's gonna. I mean, is that gonna affect when our when the Super Bowl like for the fantasy football is like? Is it a week earlier? Or? No, no, no. It just pushes out normal NFL playoffs out a week. So instead of having the Super Bowl on, um, what was it like the first Sunday of February? Yeah, I think it's pushes like out fifth, to the second. Seven, yeah. yeah. So I know this is a fantasy podcast, and so far it's been like a legit. ESPN well, I mean, it's kind of let you know we got to lay the ground. But here's here's what I think might happen. They finish the 16-game regular season, then they go to bubble. That's what uh, Sean Payton suggested in the in the owner and the uh, coaches owners meeting, whatever. Uh, he said they should for the playoffs. They should go bubble. Interesting. I don't hate it. Because baseball is they... doing that, right? Isn't baseball doing that? They're gonna yeah. finish the season. I and think go baseball's to doing that for playoffs. I mean, Jerry Jones would just be rolling in that dough, though. You know, they would. You know, they would do it in Texas somewhere. Like, obviously. The stadium in Dallas, the stadium in Houston, some like college football stadiums down there, and well, yeah, I'm in sure. Texas, they just have the most. They have the most available real estate for yeah. for football, yeah. right? They have more. I think that makes sense. They have more football fields, but <coughs> churches and oh, Corona. Um, speaking of fantasy this year, as I've been doing my research, um, typically I look a lot at the top two hundred and what rank they have them in, and. The top 10 to 20 are insane. And no list is lit- legitimately anywhere near each other. There's like some lists that have like, uh, you know, you get the top three, McCaffrey, Barkley, yeah. Kamara. But then all of a sudden it's like Chad Ocho, Cinco, OJ Simpson. Like oh, nice. these lists. <laughs> Chad Ocho, Cinco. If someone has that on the, on the no, top. I'm not joking. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, seriously, there's like Joe Mixon I see in some top tens, and then some other lists oh, I see in like the twenties. Like it's it's crazy. Y'all sleep on Joe Mixon. Keep sleeping on him. I mean, I'm, I don't sleep on Joe Mixon. I sleep on the Bengals because they're just con- they're perennially awful. Dude, they yeah, got. I mean, they got that Tiger Cub now. They're kind of quarterback. 
Oh, don't worry. That that if any team could run him into the ground and make him like the, the biggest bust since uh, Jamarcus Russell, it can oh, be the Bengals. Oh, damn, Oof. that's rough. You know, I've been not in this league anymore. I've been seeing some mocks having like perennial fantasy all stars going in like the eleventh, twelfth rounds. One of which, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that makes sense now because yeah. there's just quarterbacks. We have these running quarterbacks now. He's getting older. He can't run as much. He gets hit. And he breaks like peanut brittle. Like, Yeah, the, the I think we're in the, in that transitionary period in the NFL, which impacts fantasy, right? Like in that transition between like the old stars starting to age and like we'll see where they truly start falling off. And like these newer, younger players all of a sudden becoming like the cornerstone players of the NFL, the faces of the NFL. Um, I don't think Drew Brees is up there for much longer. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. Um, someone like, uh, me, like Kumara still, still, still pretty young, but I don't know, like especially with like Barkley, Elliott and McCaffrey, like Derek Henry, I think still has, has a lot, a lot, a couple of seasons left in him of like elite production. Um, Nick Chubb. See, this is what I'll say. Player to come up that are, I think she's going to take over. This is what I'll say. I think a big problem with my drafting is that, um, as I let the, I let my idea of the team get in the way. Like, yes, Nick Chubb. I'm sure he's a great running back. I don't really watch that many Browns games. I don't really watch him when the Titans play him. I don't watch that many Browns games, and I'm sure he's a good running back. I never seen him like the top of anywhere in terms of like production, though. I know he has like yeah. he has like goods like yard per game and stuff, but I think in my head, oh, the Browns, the Browns are going to be a bad team. The Raiders are going to be a bad team. So I don't draft those players when I should really be thinking more about yes. the player. Yeah, that's a terrible, yes. terrible draft strategy. It truly is. It truly. I is. let my prejudice against some teams get in the way, and I get that. <laughs> Well, you got to fix that, man. Prejudice is wrong. I, that's yeah. the, I know. That's why this year I'm, I'm all about uh, football lives matter. That's man. right. Look at uh, look at Saquon Barkley, man. Giants been terrible the last two three years, and he's always in the top. Um, speaking of terrible, uh, I was scrolling through Twitter today, and uh, I think I follow some like Dolphins beat writer for some reason. And a picture of Josh Rosen came up, and it was like seeing a hand come out of the grave. I forgot. Poor Josh Rosen. He's been in the league, what, two years now? He was a, he was a top, what, 10 pick? Dude, I'll and tell you what. His his name is waiting on the comeback player of the year in, like, yeah. 2026. Yes. Because you know he's going to be backing up, like, Joe Burrow and Cincy in four years. And Joe Burrow goes down, and that dude steps up and wins, like, Six of the last eight games and gets them to the playoffs in like twenty. Can you can you become the comeback player of the year if you've never actually came in the first place? <laughs> Let me ask my ex-wife. Ah, oh, but um, hey, this is a family friend. Nah, no, fuck it, and that's not. No, I did no, want to bring up to like, yeah. I did want to bring up with Ryan, um, just to get a little shit-talking started. Um, I believe last year you told me you followed this guy, and he's always predicted the Lions' record within, like, one game, their record. Yeah. It was one or two games within their record. He was way off last year, so you follow him this year? Uh, yeah, I follow him this year. I mean, the freak injuries, man. Injuries happen. Uh, you lose your starting quarterback, Matt Stafford, who, by the way, was on an MVP trajectory before he got hurt. Fair. He Fair. went down... The running back core disintegrated. 
Um, defense has been terrible forever, but hopefully this year they'll get it better. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, every year I feel like I'm in the same position where I'm like, oh, don't sleep on the Lions. They're the dark horse, man. They're going to do well. They're going to win the North. So I don't want to put that foot in my mouth just yet. I mean, but, it's just yeah. a weird situation for me for right now on this podcast to be the only person that's a fan of a good team. Oh, fuck um. you. Fuck you. <laughs> By the way, Danny, how are the Bears going to do this year? Oh, bad. Real bad. Oof. I keep I keep seeing tweets about like how Trubisky's having a great practice and this and that and then and the next day like not they couldn't move anything over the air which is really hard especially now because you can't see any of these players like at least in previous seasons even though you'd get like what two total quarters worth of playtime for like star players if at all you'd at least get to see how they're looking. You'd get to see what the, like, other teams' defenses and, like, all of that stuff. Like, you could see that shaping up. This year, you don't get any of that at all. Bears, they're going to be trash, dude. All right, so let's go ahead and get this on uh, on record um, with Danny. How many games until Nick Foles is your starting quarterback? Let me look at the uh, schedule real quick. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say he gets... I'm, le- I'm leaning three without looking at the- I'm saying four without looking, but it's whenever the around the bye week. They might give him the game before the bye week. I'm going to yeah. say before Danny answers. That's week eleven. That's definitely gonna be way before that. Yeah. Uh the Bears are gonna start uh one and two, and after they lose an embarrassing game against the Falcons in week three. Big Dick Nick steps up to the plate. <laughs> there he goes. There he comes, walking in all three legs. Yeah, yeah. Swaggering from the yeah. bench. That's yeah, a, I'm that's a say come on the back player of the year right there. I'm going to say three games. You know what? Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be bad either way. Like, uh, Yeah, Nick Foles has a Super Bowl MVP, but I mean, I guess that's way more than Trubisky can ever say. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say – he- you said earlier, like, the air game isn't there. I mean, I've, I've watched Mitch now for three years. All he's done, doing is air mail all of his passes, so. No, he had, what, a good second half? And that's it. That's it. I, I don't understand the infatuation with some Bears fans that, like, don't give up on him. I'm like, dude, he hasn't shown anything to tell me that he's going to progress. Dude, it's the, it's, the so, draft, it's the draft capital argument. Yeah, like we spent yeah, that so much on him. We can't give up on him too soon, and that's a losing mentality. I should. Know it that is. It fan. is. Cut your losses. Cut so your losses. here, let's 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 flip this back onto fantasy now. And I think to to Stefan's point about like looking at teams and if they're bad, then you don't draft them. It, it has to be a balanced approach. It can't just be a great player. It does have to be balanced, especially when it comes to running backs. They look at like if their quarterback shit doesn't matter. If they're uh, offensive line is shit. That's when it really matters. Saquon Barkley went top three last season. He's ranked top three again this season. He finished 2019, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And he went top three in the first round. So you do have to take that. Wow. Now, he got injured a little bit and stuff, but you do have to take some of that into consideration because if you know a player is going to get a lot of workload and they're not going to be very well protected, then you increase that risk of injury. You increase that risk of like low productivity. So it's okay. not completely crazy that you don't you stay away from good players on, on bad teams. Okay. I don't want to tip my hand too much here before the draft. 
Okay. But there are moments. Like, Saquon is one that I'm not going to question the Giants whatsoever. He could play for the fucking purple mountain eaters of fucking, you know, Portland, Oregon. I don't give a shit. He's Saquon Barkley. I'm going to draft him. But if I take Nick Chubb at the end of the first round or the beginning of the second round and it comes back around to me and Odell is still there or uh, who's his little buddy? Who's the other guy in Cleveland? I've had a couple drinks. Um... Uh, Sar- Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian, their, their coach. That's oh. the only other good player I can think of there. <laughs> oh, Shelby's gonna kill me. Anyway, oh, I keep wanting Why to would Jor- she kill you? You're not a Bronx I keep wanting to say Jordy know. Nelson. Why do I want to say that? No, Jordy no. Nelson. It's, it's uh, Jordy God. Nelson is <laughs> Jordy Nelson retired Jarvis from the Landry. Farm. Come back, Jarvis Landry. So you draft like you draft one oh, player Jarvis. from a bad yeah, team, yeah. and then it comes back around to you in later rounds. And you have the opportunity to draft another from that potentially bad team. I second guess myself. I think to myself, I don't want two players on my fantasy team part of a bad team. That well, does you, my mind. at the very least, you would get one. One of them is going to produce. The likelihood of one of them producing, I think, is relatively good. But that potentially means you wasted a pick, especially early in the draft, which you don't necessarily want to do right which throws a wrench into your entire operation because if one of those guys drops to you you're sitting there like okay i already have it's crazy i'm looking we we talked yeah we talked a lot about it last season and everyone knew mccaffrey was just unbelievable season fantasy wise 413.2 fantasy points on yahoo the second uh best running back aaron jones guess how many he had for the whole season uh uh, I had him on my team. I don't know, 305, 310? 290. Wow. That's over 120 points of a difference. That's 10 points a game. That's 10 <laughs> points a game for per season that McCaffrey had over the second best running back. That's Which I don't was think Aaron Jones, everyone. We like we like the people that went top ten last year, they were running backs, McCaffrey, Barkley, Kamara, um, Elliott, um, I'm sure there was somebody else too that I'm forgetting, but like, come on, like to go straight from McCaffrey to Aaron Jones, like what? So here's my question fantasy wise though, because you guys bring up a really, really good point. So we, do we learn our lesson from last year? And do we spend that draft capital on these big names or do you reach a little bit trying to hit the home run? I mean, at the end of the day, I came in second place last year. That's not good yeah. enough. You got to come in first. Everything else is bullshit. I might as well wow. come in last. I don't fucking care. I want wow. to be in first place. Hey, Ryan, spicy. It. Okay, I like it. I like so it. You got to hit man. the home hey, runs. You got to swing for the fences. I feel like last season was a little. Well, maybe it wasn't because two seasons ago you had that number one pick and then uh, Le'Veon Bell happened. Yeah. So <laughs> David Johnson. So that's too, rough. I think, right? But I still think it's the top three. I still think. You, you take that chance because what are the odds that your top three player – okay, so Saquon Barkley was the next uh, running back to go. That's still a top ten producer. And yes. the difference between Saquon Barkley and, let's say, Derrick Henry is 70 points, which is still 70 points, but you pick up another – like towards the bottom half – of running backs that like it really drops off. You're talking 150 points, 100 points uh, for the season total. Uh, that that averages out because now whoever picked up, they're really good. I pick up McCaffrey, who is my backup running back. I didn't have one. Yeah. 
So you're saying the first round is too valuable to reach because I'm not going to lie to you. Christian McCaffrey, for me, is unequivocated number one overall. There's no question. I forget who number one is, but if you don't draft McCaffrey, you're an idiot. Yeah, I think I think McCaffrey has to go number one. After Who's got the number that, one pick this season? MJ, MJ. MJ's number one. He's going to draft McCaffrey. He's going to draft yeah, McCaffrey yeah, without a yes. doubt. But here's my question now. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, what? In Kansas City. I think he's worthy of a number of the second overall pick. No, so I do not at running all. Back in one of the most powerful uh, offenses in the league. And there's yeah, no but, one behind him. There's no one behind him. What was it Damian Williams or whomever? He uh, opted out for COVID. He's the dude. Oh. I didn't realize Damian Williams opted out. That is interesting. Thank you for the little tidbit. That uh, is, was the second is, pick. Uh, I feel stupid because I want to make sure that's right. That is pretty good. I mean, the thing about like really prolific offenses is that you can yeah, kind of go anywhere. I read with someone like Mahomes throwing. I'd rather go and reach for uh, a wide receiver in the first round. If if I'm if I'm basing it off the decision that like I'm up at three or four and the, and I know the Kansas City offense is going to go off, do I reach for that running back or do I go for who I know is going to produce out of that wide receiver core? I'm going wide receiver. Yeah, We're not a running team. Good luck. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I draft Tyreek. I mean, Tyreek's way up there, but yeah. Anybody yeah. else, man? Give me that running back. Give me Mahomes. Give me number one wide receiver. Um, something else for the rest of the league to think about this year is that now Shelby lives on West Coast time. That's yeah. not an animal on Sundays, y'all. There's gonna be That's early. There are gonna be some times. Gonna be some times if you're going up against her, you're gonna be able to to you know kind of. Kind of get a little upper hand. She's she's gonna wake up hungover one at one Sunday. Yep, that's right. You gotta peep that yep. waiver wire every morning and block her. Mm-hmm. Pick up the things that she needs. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, to call you out, Shelby. <laughs> oh, she's gonna hear this tomorrow and then uh, just go for your throat. <laughs> but hey, that's what we're here for. If we don't have any of that, then what are we doing? So let's let's talk some shit here because I feel like there's been. right now i know zach's gonna be good to like start talking shit shit and like peeping shit once the season actually starts but mj's like just completely awol so is adam rock where the fuck are you guys yeah i mean you you begged us you came to us on your hands and knees ass cheeks spread asking us to be in this league and then you just disappear what's up i mean i get it i mean i've barely sniffed any nfl (laughs) commish did you mix up the uh divisions what? Did, uh, oh, yeah. Instead of eggs and bacon or whatever? No, then, are I, we gonna, did you change the teams? I, are we going to do that I, at all? Or I haven't mixed that up yet, but I should. Um, do, you, do either of you have the league pulled up? What are your thoughts? I do. Uh, eggs is a little top-heavy right now because you have the first, third, and fifth teams all in I the agree. eggs division. But in bacon, you have the second, fourth, and sixth teams. So it's pretty even. It's pretty even. It looks like. I think I always feel like you swap the 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 third and the fourth, right? So you have one four, and then pretty much how how the rest of the way how it is. Um, maybe switch switch twelve, um, but having like a two and three in one division makes a little bit more sense to me. Um, to at least uh, 
to at least give the other teams a little bit of a chance. Yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But we all know fantasy. I mean, every year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a new game. It could be anything, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was relatively balanced last season up until like week 10, 9-ish. Yeah. So let's talk Let's talk draft there, Commissioner. I mean, yeah. we can hash all this out before the draft starts, but what, that, what is that going to look like? So we're going to set up. Everything's going to be online, obviously. It would have been nice to do it in person, but I don't know. I don't know if that's that's possible. Honestly, if some people want to hang out and like make a thing out of it, we could consider that like maybe outdoors or something. I don't know how I feel about that. If we're going to be doing it online, that's like, eh, I kind of want to be like focused in on the thing. Um, we haven't talked about how long a pick should take. This motherfucker's saying five minutes. Five we be there minutes. all day. Okay, okay. May I have the may I have the podium, oh my please? God. Go, go. May I have the podium? Okay, go. All y'all motherfuckers are sitting at home, not doing shit. We've been doing no shit since fucking February. Everyone's sitting on their asses. It's Labor Day weekend. You don't got plans. You ain't visiting family. You ain't flying around the country. Wow. Everyone's at home now. Give me my ass some time to analyze every pick. Now, granted. I guarantee you no one is going to sniff 30 seconds within that full five-minute window. Everyone's going to make their picks early. Everyone's going to make their picks quickly. But there are times when I'm in my ninth round, when I'm in my 11th round, I want to analyze every pick that I have. If I'm up against the clock with a minute, two-minute bullshit, it makes me make mistakes. What is wrong with giving a five-minute window for each pick. We all know it ain't going to last that long, but I hate the pressure of the running clock. Thank you. You're, you're actually you're actually convincing me a little bit. <clears throat> However, you know somebody, if we're doing this all online, somebody's going to forget it's their turn. They're going to go to the bathroom. They're going to get a drink. And then we have two of those in a row. That's 10 minutes for an auto pick. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Again, this, is, this event, this mm. draft event, will be the most exciting thing any of us has done <laughs> in the last six months. So everyone's Honestly, going to be attached you're, you're to their computer. Wrong. You're not wrong. So <clears throat> the only thing I have to say about five minutes is how long How long do we give people in, in, in person? Do you remember? Two, I is think. It, is it two minutes? I can't. I, again, it's been 20 I years. I feel like that's really short. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's like three. Okay, so I propose four minutes. I'm not mad at that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about that. The the only thing is, ideally, this goes on a little bit faster because sitting on the yeah, maybe we can have like we'll have like the the Google Hangout set up and everything, and like we can like talk shit to each other in real life and or in live. But here, here's the thing: I like. Short because it keeps everyone engaged. It means that someone can't step away from their computer, step away from the draft, and like just completely check out and forget to come back. Right? If it's short enough, it forces you to be paying attention to everyone else's picks. You, there's a little bit of a uh, you know politicizing here where you get people talking shit about uh, certain picks and things like that. But also, that should be time in between the picks leading up to yours. It should be time used for that research because you know. Outside of what the first four rounds, you know what the rosters are shaping up like, and you can take roughly good estimates. And like, all right, Ryan, you've got 
three wide receivers and a running back, you're probably going to go running back if you're if you have half the brain. I think you do. That means that yeah, I don't have to worry about a run uh, a wide receiver or a tight end or whatever other position that you're looking at now. And that's time leading into that pick. That's why I don't like the five minutes or anything like that long. Because what were you doing the rest of the time? What I'm doing the rest of the time. Okay, first of all, let me preface it with this. No okay. one has tickets to see Tenant at 6 p.m. fucking on the Labor Day weekend of Saturday. Nothing's open. <laughs> you have no plans to do shit. Okay, that's number one. Number two is, yes, leading up to my pick, I am analyzing everything that's okay. happening in all the right. draft. I understand who's picking what, where they're picking, what's happening. What I don't know, especially in the year of COVID, I don't know everyone's strength of schedule. I don't know what Tennessee's schedule looks like in the third quarter of the season, who they're playing, what's happening. You should. They're playing that's the Lions. What the, that's, what the le- that's what the week leading up to the draft should be. That's all that research. But what are you ev- talking about? Every pi- So, okay, everybody does this. They're waiting for someone to fall to them. Everyone does this. They, they eye one person that's going to fall to them, and I'm guilty of this. And I set all my focus on that player. That player gets picked two or three picks before my pick. So now I'm like, oh shit, I'm scrambling. Now what do I do? I have to research these players. I have to see what their bye weeks are. I have to see their health, what's going on in their past. So- Give me sounds four like a minutes. flaw in your draft strategy. Give me sounds four Sounds like a flaw minutes. in your draft strategy, Ryan. We found a chink in the armor. Give me four minutes. Give me four. Oh, the draft don't mean shit, motherfucker. I came in second last year without the draft. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Stefan, if you can really talk much right now. <laughs> Three seasons in a row eating, eating bottom feeding. Also, there's very few things sadder than when someone's like, yeah, well, I came in second. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I have not brought up this entire time that I came in third. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> you're smarter than me. I mean, until now, so I guess I'm not really. But it's it'll be fine. So here's the thing, Ryan and Stefan. Like, I... All, the three of us here, there's there's other people in this league. First, not to get distracted and walk away, whatever. Uh, Ryan, I trust you. With the five minutes, I trust you. I don't trust the entire league. And I ha- as commissioner, I have to make a decision on the league. Okay. Well, you have a week and a half to make that decision. Well, well it's going to happen. I'm calling it right now. It's not going to be five minutes. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's not two minutes or three minutes. Make it make it four, please. It'll be three or four. We'll 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 give it we'll we'll put it up there. Three or four is fine, I think. Thank you. I have a I have another draft for a work league on Thursday, so we'll see how that goes. Haven't oh, you wow. been at your new job for like a month and you're already part of their work league? It's been like four months. <laughs> I also begged my way in because I saw that it was like a ten dollar league, and I was like, I'm gonna take all these fuckers' money. <laughs> I brought up to the uh, commissioner. I was like, yeah, my league's 100 bucks," And he's like, oh, shit, you, you play free with it. I'm like, yeah, dude. I, I, know we're like, I, I know we're way over time, and that just proves my point that we're doing nothing. We're all just sitting at home. It's we're fine, loving these interactions. That's why it should be five minutes anyway. But I do want to talk about expanding uh, the IR. That's a good. Okay. Year. So, okay, so for anyone that missed the uh, the Slack conversation earlier, Ryan brought up the possibility of opening up the flex spot to a running back just for this season because of the unpredictability of everything, right? So I'll let Ryan explain a little bit of that about that in a moment. But here's my personal take. 
an NFL team as it exists now, they aren't changing the rules of how many players are letting on the field of play. They're giving them flexibility with the roster. So you have an MLB, for example, if you have someone uh, uh, on the COVID list, you have an extra two players on, on, on the roster you can have at all times. So some people have like a floater team. Uh, the Sox have uh, some players out in Schaumburg, and that's where they practice out of, and they're like in their own little bubble there. And then you can bring them in quickly if something were to happen, right? I think that's the approach we take because the unpredictability is going to be true regardless. What you need, to, what you need, is roster flexibility, not scoring flexibility. Scoring isn't going to change all that much, I don't think. You need players readily to pop in or have that extra spot to pop in someone. If they get hurt or if they, they, they test positive. Ooh, the gauntlet's okay. been thrown there, Ryan. And that's pretty, uh, that's pretty compelling stuff. Okay. For those of you that have been in the league for quite some time, you know, I was one of the big pushers to remove running backs from yeah. the flex position to just have wide receiver tight end because I wanted it to mimic a standard NFL, uh, offensive formation, you know, and, 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 and running back in a, in a flex spot means you have a more balanced league and that's proven true four seasons in a row anyways go for it thank you so my point is of why i've completely turned face here into a 180 and i want running backs in that flex position is for one reason very clearly we all know our teams are very top heavy we all have our michael thomas we have our christian mccaffrey we have our lamar jackson whatever it may be at the top of our teams, and those are the what run, and they are the engines of our teams. We have the little side pieces that we put in here or there, take them off for bye weeks, whatever it may be. Yep. My fear is COVID could terribly throw everything that into flux. Imagine you're riding a Christian McCaffrey half the season, running your team, getting 40-plus points a week. He all of a sudden gets COVID IR'd for whatever reason because he decided to party because he's a 23-year-old kid. Now... You're in up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Well, what we're going to do to help you is we'll include running back in that flex position. So you can now substitute what otherwise kind of handicapped everybody with wide receiver and tight end in a 12-team league. It definitely handicaps you to have just wide receiver tight end. If you throw that running back spot in the mix, it kind of gives you more of a balance to maintain – uh, the trajectory that you were going in. Stefan, do you have the hole or should I take it? Uh, I'm going to say um, as the bottom feeder over here, um, I think I think part of the intrigue about this season is the unpredictability. And and that, like, yeah, maybe you have a Christian McCaffrey that's put, put, was 30 points a game or whatever, but then he goes out on, uh, on COVID. Uh, I think it makes it more interesting overall. Of course, the last place player in the team would be like, oh, yeah, love the unpredictability. This is great. This is the best. <laughs> so so here's the thing. I, I get what you're saying, but that's taking a very um, minority approach to a scenario that will will help, inevitably help someone, who because you know someone's going to get – some star player, someone's going to get sick or test positive or have like a false positive scare or something, and they're going to miss a game or two. 
how many times is that actually going to happen versus the other three, four teams that now are super stacked at running back and are just running away with the entire season True. where you're doing something to benefit potentially an outcome for one, two, three, three weeks. You're right. You are exactly right. But I'd also like to point out that we are the exception to the norm. Most fantasy leagues include running back in their flex. We don't. That's why we're one of the best fantasy leagues out there. That's why we got a podcast, yeah? That's why we have a podcast. That's why we have a blog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, you know what? Like, that. that's why it keeps it interesting for everyone. And I think as, as this year, especially more than others, I want to keep as many of the teams engaged for as long as possible. You know what helps It would that? really be a bummer if, like, halfway through the season, you know who your playoff six are and everyone else just drops off. True. I mean, it, inevitably, though, uh, week five is going to roll around. Uh, Kelly's going to have Christian McCaffrey. She's going to have Tyreek Hill. She's going to have she's going to have Lamar Jackson, and she's not going to set her lineup in three weeks. You know what? If Kelly pulls off whatever the hell trades and moves that she needs to do to pull that off and not have it be vetoed, um, that's on her. That's on her <laughs> if she fucks it. <laughs> Again, you know. Real Which quick, uh, I'd like to point I'm out, fully expecting to happen. I think, and I'm sure most of us play in another league as well. I do seriously think this is going to be one of the most competitive, tight years in fantasy since I started playing, because everyone has to be able to have to do. Where again, you're not going to go yeah. see Tenant on Friday night. You're going to go to the fucking opera. You're going to take your wife or your husband. <laughs> Just dinner on Friday night. You got nothing better to do. You're not gonna miss games. You're at home. You're yeah, at you're home all working from home. You're 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 checking the waiver ri- wire. Don't have to worry about the boss looking over your shoulder at the office. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild but season. It, it'll be fine. I'm so, be okay. Season. So so we so we wrap this up. Right now, without having any draft or anything happen, who do you think? This season, first Stefan. I'm sorry. What, 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 who's gonna Who's gonna start? Well, who, surpri- or, who, who surprises uh, the league this year? I think uh, you know what. I'm gonna give it to Jay. I think Jay's gonna do really well this year. I feel like he's got a chip on his shoulder. I feel like he he needs this, and I feel like he's gonna he's gonna do well. You know what? I know Jay's really good at listening to podcasts, and he'll follow through on listening to all the way to the end of this. That's gonna make him very happy. <laughs> Ryan. You know, I played uh, poker with Rock at the beginning of quarantine, and that dude is a shark. Uh, I'd like to say that he's going to be the dark horse this year and do really well, but I'm sure he's in like 12 other fantasy football leagues. So his his uh, attention span will be limited. But, you know, I, I, I'm still holding out for MJ, man. I think MJ, he's got that money ball mindset. Like, it's part of me so thinks the chaos, oh. chaos this year. <laughs> Let's go. At the number one pick, and it's the second time with the number one pick. Um, Stefan, buddy, I think this is the season you finally make the playoffs. Woo! Oh man! So that, the, I, if I make the playoffs, that is my that that is me winning a league for me. If, if I make the actual playoffs, well, if you make the playoffs, you instantly win league MVP and most <laughs> player comeback player of the year, comeback player of the year, all of it. 
Oh boy, who's gonna who's gonna be the worst? Who's gonna be the, the true bottom feeder? Oh, oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to give it to Kelly. I I love you to death, Kelly, and I know I, I know you. I, I razzed you a little in this, but ooh, I'm giving it to Kelly. Um, I'm gonna give it to Cody. Cody's oh, good pick, Cody. Yeah, you know he was what fifth, fifth, sixth last year, so. He gave me a hard time. Didn't he have Mahomes, though? I saw last season. He did Mahomes. His boy, Mahomes. Yep. Remember, he had a Mahomes town. Yeah, there it is. He kept talking about, like, we're from the same town in Texas. <laughs> That's how his draft strategy is. Like, I know them in some kind of, like, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's who I'm choosing. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's like, you know, the, the whole game. Like, how many clicks in Wikipedia hit, hit random page, and how, how many clicks do you get back to Kevin, uh, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go – I'm also going to go with Kelly. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Listen, please, I would love nothing more than for you to prove us wrong and come in and, like, maybe don't win because you've already won. But uh, <laughs> if you come in and, like, just crush it, that'd be great. It'd be good for you. It'd be good for us. Um but you're already in midseason form. You're already like yeah. snoozing a little bit. So come back. Come back. <laughs> I actually think Kelly's going to do really well. Okay. Okay. Hear that, Playoffs, Kelly? Maybe? I truly would. Playoffs bubble. <laughs> well, Kelly's in the bubble, so we'll see how the draft. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna shut my mouth until we actually. Yeah, let's see what the draft is like. So, September 5th, we'll get the hangout going. We'll all see each other again. We'll see what the draft results are like. And it's football time, baby. Woo! Woo! All right, boys. Later so much. Ba-ba-ba-ba! ba 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 